I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. On this very special episode, we celebrate three new inductees to the Holy Cross Athletic Hall of Fame. This 2023 class will be formally inducted into the Athletic Hall of Fame on Saturday, November 18th at the Varsity Club annual dinner inside the Hogan Campus Center. Let's not waste any time. Let's go to our first honoree. It's Hank Perbilski from Holy Cross Men's Lacrosse. Hank was a standout defender for the Crusader Men's Lacrosse team in the mid-1980s. He was a three-time All-New England and All-Colonial League selection. Hank led his team to an overall record of 39-26, and plus he picked up two Colonial League titles. As a senior captain in 87, Hank's Crusaders finished a perfect 6-0 and to win the Colonial League Championship. Hank, welcome to Seder Stories, and congratulations on reaching the Hall of Fame. Thank you, Kevin. Really excited to be here with all today, and uh, super excited to share a little bit of my story. What did it mean to you when you first found out that you would be part of the Holy Cross Hall of Fame? Uh, you know, it was a great sense of pride, you know, but much more than individually for uh, the team, the men's lacrosse team. We really, you know, we... Uh, you know, we we had a, a a lot of great momentum back in the '80s. Uh, Holy Cross Lacrosse, the program, uh, has been around for a long time. I've got some family history. My dad played for Holy Cross Men's Lacrosse back in the '60s. So I think I think it's uh, uh, joining a, a couple of uh, fellow Crusader laxers on the the board. More than a couple is uh, just a great recognition. You are a Holy Cross legacy. I'm glad you brought up your father who played lacrosse and graduated from the Holy Cross class of 1963. What are your earliest memories of the college in Worcester? I remember, uh, you know, my father talking about Holy Cross and how both the school and and the being on the men's lacrosse team was such a formative part of, you know, his uh, his being, his 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 story. So it always really, uh, you know, brought a great sense of comfort to me and uh, and pride in, in following in his footsteps and being a Holy Cross alum, being a lax player, moving into the accounting profession. So it was, uh, in many ways, I modeled my early years off of my, my father's uh, legacy. And he was an outstanding football coach in New Jersey. You were an all-state high school football player. Yeah becomes your collegiate sport how did you make that transition and why not football it was it's a funny story kevin i uh, i remember very well my uh, i was invited up to holy cross for a uh, a recruiting weekend it was much later than it is now uh and i i was invited up by the football team and the lacrosse team on the same weekend so i uh i, I went up there with a lot of a lot of fun and energy and i I had moved from uh, South Salem or John Jay when I was in seventh grade, and I I went to a lacrosse party. I remember my a lot of my future teammates being there, and Pat Kelly, who's a got to be a, a who was also a Holy Cross uh, inductee for the lacrosse team a number of years ago. I, I ran into Patrick, hadn't seen him since seventh grade, and we made a bond uh, that evening to play lacrosse together, and uh, it was such a great decision. Uh, it certainly paid off. Bob Lindsay, who remains the winningest men's lacrosse coach in Holy Cross history, he was your head coach. What were some of the best lessons you learned from him as a player? You know, I think Coach Lindsay, he, he was extremely vested in the program. He he was super committed to 
you know, both driving, you know, excellence on the field and off the field, really built a, uh, a team camaraderie in the, in the sport. And, and he, you know, he was, you know, every year was just about making the program better for everything we did. And, it, you know, and it really built a, a great sense of pride, you know, within the team. And, uh, you know, and I think we were a feisty challenger group and, you know, we always, you know, as you said earlier, we did great on our record. We did really good in our Colonial League, but, you know, our real benchmark was, you know, how did we compete with the, you know, the top five, the top 10 programs and really, you know, we talked about building a legacy of the program and, uh, you know, that sense of uh, that team, uh, team spirit. Yeah, you had some great games against some of the heavyweight names at the time, two league titles that you mentioned, but you mentioned that pact amongst your teammates and the standard that Coach Lindsay set. What really separated your senior year team that that went undefeated in the Colonial League? Yeah, you know, I think as we came into the program, you know, I think, you know, Coach Lindsay and the, the program been accelerating, had some great wins early in our year, some great records and uh you know, it was really that senior year kind of making sure we ended with a, a really good legacy and, and kept up the momentum and then positioned the program, you know, for the future. I, you know, I, I always, you, when you look back in your career many years later, I, you know, the game that's always most memorable was uh, we played, we played BC on a Thursday night uh, under the lights behind the heart center. It was a grass field at the time. And, uh, you know, the field was lined, you know, across the entire uh, perimeter by uh, all our friends and uh, they were having a good party and we, uh, we gave BC a great game and a win, if I remember correctly. So <laughs> but those are the those are the memories you take with you. It always matters a little more against BC. Yeah. You mentioned that this Hall of Fame induction is is a team award. Who are some of your former teammates that you've connected with since to share the good news? I remember getting the uh, when the announcement went out, and actually I was I was traveling in India, uh, so it kind of went out in the middle of the night, and uh, you know when by the time I woke up, I I it was such a nice uh, uh, the team had kind of sent it around, and I and I woke up to about fifty emails uh, from you know folks I've seen a whole lot and some some players that I hadn't seen in a while, and just you know all just bringing up. But, you know, many good memories. So I think just kind of it's been such a great opportunity to reconnect. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the the ceremony and getting to get together with a lot of my uh, friends and friends on the, on the field. That's going to be a really special weekend on November 18th. Since graduating, you've been all over the world. You've had a great consulting yeah. career with Ernst and Young. We're talking to you on a trip out to California today. Beyond lacrosse, how would you say Holy Cross best prepared you for your future in accounting? Yeah, no, I think it's a great question, Kevin. And if you look at it, you know, I started in accounting and I moved into consulting. I've had a, you know, great opportunity to work on just incredible projects and help a lot of our clients through changes. And and you look at the pace of technology today, when I, when I look at the, uh, I couldn't be a bigger fan of the liberal arts education for what, you know, our world is looking at, you know, the ability to think problem solving, the ability to react, the balance. And, you know, and I, and I look back on, you know, my experiences at Holy Cross. It's funny. I, I keep reminding people, I said, I may have been, tra I, I was trained in Jesuit logic. So, you know, some extent, you know, and, and having that, that foundation approach, balance, focusing on the problem has, has really paid me dividends, 
you know, I eventually got my MBA through Columbia through a work program. And, and that balance is just really kind of built on it. But it's 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 the um, you know, I thought Holy Cross was that, you know, they, they expect you to work hard, but we worked hard on the field. We worked hard off the field, but it was also a, uh, you know, very um, supportive culture. It's great to see that your family is still actively involved in lacrosse as well. Your dad played at Holy Cross. You played at Holy Cross. And now three sons have played Division I lacrosse. What's it been like for you to watch them compete at the highest level? I mean, it's it's such a joy to, uh, you know, uh, continue. the. You know, I got so much life joy out of playing lacrosse and, and friendships and being able to share that experience with my children as they compete and play and uh, and build, you know, friendships. And, you know, now I had, I had a great, just last, last weekend, uh, they, they've all played for Villanova and one had the great fortune to play for Maryland in 22 and won a championship, but they were, they were all in, they, there was the Villanova alumni game. And so I think it was the first time that all, they were all on the field together in one game and, uh, you know, how much fun they were having, uh, you know, one, one's, one's a junior on the team now. So, the, the older uh, the older boys and friends were were uh, taking some good runs at Mac, but uh, it's been great. And you know, and it's you know, my my daughter was was a big athlete as well. So I think we've you know we've I, I've been always drawn to, and I, you know, you go back to Coach Lindsay and and Coach Kaler was my high school coach. You, you just see so much value out of you know, I'll just call it life lessons in sports. You know that uh, that to build the. Uh, uh, inclusion and, and teaming and competition. Uh, you know, those are, those are uh, being able to uh, coach, coach my own kids and give back to the program. It's been a great, uh, a great things. And I, and I, I, I still, you know, I was fortunate to get involved with the, the alumni association and we formed a mentoring program for uh, the student athletes at Holy Cross today on the lacrosse one. So it's, it's, it's still really uh, a lot of fun to get back on campus and and work with the team. Yeah, I wanted to wrap up with that, Hank. Can you tell us a little bit about it, that ongoing work with the Crusader Connect alumni mentoring? Yeah, at about maybe 10, 15 years ago, a bunch of uh, George Paletta, Danny James, and some others, and just kind of, you know, re regrouped, kind of reflected. Now we were a point in our careers that we could give some back to the program, and we formed a... Uh, called it Crusader Connect. I think it's got a, a better or different name now. And it was really just all about, you know, the Holy Cross alumni, men, in this case, the men's team, really forming a bond with the current team and, and helping them out and, uh, you know, both mentoring and then taking advantage of our career advice. And I've had, uh, I'll tell you, we, we, we at EY have had a great fortune of recruiting a lot of great Holy Cross talent, um, both on the field and off the field. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's been a uh, it's been a great way to stay connected with the school, um, stay connected with the Worcester community. There was there was many a time I would organize a client visit around a Holy Cross opportunity to get up there and do a little work and go see the coach and the team and um, spend time with Kit. And um, so it's 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 been great to you know reconnect with the school that way and uh, and and reconnect directly with with the athletes. I mean they. The time commitment of a student athlete today is so much more so than than what I, you know, what I competed. And, you know, it's really uh, it's a great it's a great opportunity to, to, to learn and see what they've been up to. 
Hank Probilski, thank you so much for your ongoing work with Holy Cross Athletics. Congratulations again on your induction and try not to work too much client business into that November 18th weekend. Which uh, no, that one is free and clear. So thank you, Kevin. Perfect. Thanks again, Hank. Let's take a break. When we return, we'll meet 2023 Holy Cross Hall of Fame inductee Lee Fan Huynh from field hockey. That's next on Seder Stories. At Fuel America, we've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination, and we are a starting point. Because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Whether you are looking at hosting a birthday party, corporate or youth team outing, church group, or just a night out with some friends, Holy Cross Athletics has just the experience to make your event unforgettable. Holy Cross Athletics offers a number of interactive group experiences where your groups can even have the option of adding food and drinks to your experience. For more information, please call 1-844-GO-CROSS or email us at tickets at holycross.edu. Tickets are available for the 2023 Holy Cross Athletic Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Join us Saturday, November 18th during the Varsity Club annual dinner inside the Hogan Campus Center. Our six new inductees will also be honored during the Holy Cross football game versus Georgetown that day at Fitton Field. Kickoff is set for 12 p.m. Get your tickets for both events on Hall of Fame Saturday by visiting GoHolyCross.com slash tickets or call 1-844-GO-CROSS. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, welcoming you back to Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. Let's meet our next Holy Cross Varsity Club Athletic Hall of Fame inductee. Lee Fan Huynh was a four-year starter as a midfielder on the Crusader field hockey team from 1998 to 2001. She led Holy Cross to two Patriot League tournament titles and three regular season crowns. Lee Fon served as a team captain during her senior year when she was also named Patriot League Defensive Player of the Year. Lee Fon, congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction and welcome to Seder Stories. Thank you. <laughs> How did you first find out you will be a Crusader Hall of Famer? Meg Galligan actually let me know that she had nominated me. Um, and so that was just exciting news. I didn't think I would be of that caliber. So I'm 
truly grateful for her uh, in the four years that I was playing at Holy Cross. That's about the best reference you could get, right? A previous Holy Cross Hall of Famer in Meg Galligan. What was your career like playing for her? And what were some of the best lessons you took away from her Hall of Fame career? Well, she really balanced out the academics, the fun and the competitiveness of playing um, a Division One sport. And I'm I don't think I could have had a better experience at a collegiate program. She really saw us as people and not just another athlete to try to you know, get the stats and the numbers and, and the wins. Um, of course, she had that to drive her and motivate her as a coach. But I think because she balanced out those pieces for us, it made playing hockey enjoyable and we wanted to work hard for her. Yeah. You grew up in Brewster, New York. You found your way to Worcester and wasted no time. You started as a freshman, won the Patriot League title your rookie year. How did that run to the NCAA tournament really set a tone for the next three years? Uh, it was so exciting. I mean, there was a lot of more expectations, but we also knew we had a great crew of teammates and we were just solid and we were, we were all motivated to work hard for each other and we, we, we were goal setting. So it was, it was nice to see that everyone was on the same page for the most part. And then just, you know, it's important to goal set. And I think because of that, we saw that we were capable as a smaller liberal arts school, right. To go to the NCAAs. So. And yeah. what was that experience like playing on the national stage representing Holy Cross? Oh, it was so exciting. It was, it was all very new and just, uh, we were taking everything, all the adrenaline, the excitement, the fans were on board with us cheering behind us. My parents were so excited. So yeah, it was great. Um, all positive. <laughs> We've got a lot of Hall of Famers who rewrote the record books on offense in their respective sports. You were a defensive player of the year in the Patriot League. What was it that drew you to excel in the defensive side of the game? Uh, I Well, I grew up with five brothers, and um, I think a big component of that was they would always try to keep the soccer ball away from me or whatever toy it was. And having that extra drive motivated me. I mean, they basically developed me into um, probably a more aggressive type of player. And so I would have to be patient and also kind of strategize how to get whatever item they were keeping from me. And so that behind just that childhood, it, it drove me and motivated me to um, just want to steal the ball and, and get that excitement of, of uh, taking, you know, the ball away from the opponent. So yeah. <laughs> Every inch. That's a great skill to yeah. have. This, this is such a great honor to be a Hall of Famer as a Crusader. But what I always like to ask is when you think back on your field hockey career at Holy Cross, what do you believe made you stand out? Uh, that's such a challenging question. You know, you can never get to any place without the people around you and supporting you. And so having that network of friendships and the coaching staff believing in you or believing in, in me and um, supporting me along the way. I think that's how I got to this point. And then of course my family too, just pushing and supporting me from behind the scenes and um, trying to keep me motivated and on track was, that was super helpful. 
Lifan, following your career as a player at Holy Cross, you followed an opportunity in Taiwan where you studied Mandarin Chinese for three years. How did that global experience really change your life moving forward? It's hard to answer in, in a short frame, but it just made me more open to different cultures and people and recognizing the value of, of people and taking the time to get to know them. And then, of course, just my trajectory in life changed. I wanted I wanted bigger things and I wanted more and I wanted to make sure that I was in a field that would allow me to work with people because it's people are exciting and ever changing and constantly learning about different cultures and how people operate and work and, you know, their mentality and, and how that could influence even myself um, as I continued through life. Yeah. Well, you've certainly left an impact as an educator now from coast to coast. You've worked in low-income, high-need New York City schools. How do you feel that experience ties back to the mission of service at Holy Cross? Yeah, I, that's a big proponent about how I want to, you know, have purpose in life is to serve others. And what better way is to work with young people because eventually they will become the next generation and society of people. Um, and so I think a big piece is working with young children um, because oftentimes they're they're more moldable before certain you know habits or life experiences kind of shape them. And I I'm hoping that whatever small piece I have in their life that I leave an impression for them to to really think about and and remember as they grow older. Yeah. Field hockey is still a big part of your life. You're coaching both high school and club field hockey in the Bay Area. Yes. I've got to ask, how are your Willow Glen Rams looking this season? We've got a strong team. Um, we have a few college commits and college recruits. One of our current juniors is actually looking at Holy Cross um, oh, by great. Lindsay Jackson. Yeah, and the staff. And then another club player of ours that goes to a um, rival high school is also looking at Holy Cross and uh, her her mom is an alum she was a swimmer so I didn't know her during my collegiate time but uh, we we overlapped in the years that we uh, attended Holy Cross so it's exciting and then I get to make recommendations for them to look at the Patriot League and then of course look at our alma mater <laughs> you know without putting too much pressure on them to attend Holy Cross but just to Take a look at our school. It's got a lot to offer. So it's very exciting. Yeah. I'm sure Coach Jackson is thrilled to have you out there. Boots on the ground in the Bay Area where you said yes. hockey participation has quadrupled over the last 12 years or so. Yes, correct. And yeah, it's nice. I think I think Lindsay Jackson appreciates I have some uh, eyes on the West Coast for her. And hopefully, you know, I'm not being too pushy, but I give her a couple of recommendations to take a look at certain players when we do do the national events. And then if she has time in her schedule or her assistant coaching staff, they can also go and, you know, recruit or look at those players as well. So. That's great to hear. Lastly, I've got to ask, you played on a U.S. Masters World Cup team in Spain back in 2018. Yes. How's your game? <laughs> Are you still a defensive dynamo? Uh, I do play some defense but nowadays I'm more of on the front line because it's a little bit more dangerous in the backfield with the different types of shots and uh, but I play I play both I still stay involved it takes me a little bit longer to step to that ball but uh, I feel like I still have a little bit of that talent left 
That's great to hear. Lee Fon Huynh, it's great to see all you're doing for field hockey, for Holy Cross recruiting, and beyond. Congratulations again on your Hall of Fame induction. Thank you very much, Kevin. Great to meet Appreciate you. Appreciate your That's time. Anytime. Let's take one more break. When we return, Brianna McFadden from Women's Basketball joins us to talk about her upcoming induction to the Holy Cross Athletic Hall of Fame. That's next on Seder Stories. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals To Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion, obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Getting that perfect slice is satisfying, fulfilling, and rewarding too. But we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Slice to order makes a sub above. Holy Cross men's hockey is back at the Hart Center Friday, October 27th and Saturday, October 28th, hosting RIT in Atlantic Hockey Conference play. And don't forget, basketball is just around the corner inside the Hart Center. The defending Patriot League women's champs open their home schedule Thursday, November 9th versus Brown. Dave Paulson opens a new era at home for men's basketball on Tuesday, November 14th versus Sacred Heart. Get your tickets for Holy Cross basketball and hockey at GoHolyCross.com slash tickets or call 1-844-GO-CROSS. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, welcoming you back to Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. We continue honoring the 2023 Holy Cross Athletic Hall of Fame class with new inductee, Brianna McFadden from women's basketball. Brianna was a star guard at Holy Cross from 2006 to 2010. She led the Crusaders to a Patriot League tournament title and the NCAA tournament during her freshman year. Brianna led Holy Cross in scoring each of the following three years and was named Patriot League Player of the Year in 2008. What an incredible honor we are. We are so thrilled to have her here. Brianna, congratulations on joining some of the all-time Crusader greats. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. This should be fun. Absolutely. You told me this all started 
with you tagging along to your dad's rec league games. Now you're a Holy Cross Hall of Famer. Could you have imagined this when you first started picking up a basketball? <laughs> no, not at all, because I was barely probably walking, you know, as I was picking up a basketball. So it's been a, a I have a number of years under my belt, but really it's been really exciting. Um, I've been really fortunate to have had the ability to have such a career. So there was obviously a love of the game through your family, but when did you realize either as a kid or in high school that Division One basketball could be in your future? Probably early high school, I would say. I mean, uh, my family has committed so much time, so many hours um, to basketball through me. I mean, I was in competitive basketball probably from the age of nine or 10 on travel teams, AAU, all of that. Um, but really in high school, the DMV area has great high school uh, basketball for girls. So starting, I would say, probably about the ninth grade, that was really my uh, goal. You were a 1,000-point scorer. You were really standing out in the D.C. area. There are obviously a lot of places you could go to play D1 basketball, especially around the DMV. What right. made Holy Cross home for you? Definitely it had the perfect combination of great basketball tradition and great academics. Um, no other school that I seriously considered had both of those things. All of them usually had one or the other, and they were pretty disparate, but Holy Cross was a perfect combo. You started all four years at Holy Cross for head coach Bill Gibbons. We talked a lot about your 2007 team this year because that was the last time Holy Cross reached the women's basketball tournament before this year's Patriot League championship. What was it like to beat American from your hometown area of D.C. during that 07 Patriot League final? Right. Actually, American was was in my final uh, final list of schools that I considered before going to college. Obviously, it's local, another Patriot League um, great school as well. So, I mean, it was very exciting. We overcome a lot of adversity that 06-07 season. Uh, we had a fairly young team due to injuries and some other factors. But, I mean, it was exciting. What a way to start off my college career with, you know. A Patriot League championship trip to the NCAA. So it was very fun. Definitely top one of my top memories from Holy Cross. What allowed you to be so impactful right away as a freshman on that team? I think um, sometimes I believe either freshmen are typically nervous and timid or we're kind of just like, you know, what do I have to lose? <laughs> I haven't been here before. Maybe I don't even know how, you know, nervous or intimidated I should be. Um, I had a great team. And then in particular, I also had great classmates. I had other fellow freshmen who were big contributors right away. So, I mean, I just felt welcomed. I felt comfortable and, um, you know, ready to go. What did it mean to wear the Holy Cross jersey in the NCAA tournament against an incredible one seed from Duke? <laughs> right. Yes, we were, play, like you said, played the top seed of the entire NCAA tournament. But I mean, we were excited. We were proud. It was a great honor to even be in that playing field. Um, you know, like you alluded to earlier, as a kid growing up, I watched college basketball all the time. So to be able to play against Duke on that platform and the NCAAs, I mean, it was fun. It was great. Obviously, they were a great team. The game was not close, but still, like I said, one of my top memories. But all that winning in the Patriot League, your first year on campus leads to a Patriot League Player of the Year honor as a sophomore. That is a really rare accomplishment. How did you grow most from year one to year two? I think I 
more naturally took more of a leadership, you know, position. As I had a year under my belt, I was more acquainted with Division I college basketball, um, you know, getting stronger with college level athletic uh, strength training, all of that, those things. Um, so I think that kind of naturally was the next step. And I was just fortunate enough to continue to get the opportunity, you know, the playing time and be put in that position uh, to be able to have that achievement. Who are some of the players that you connected best with on that team who you're still in touch with to this day? Oh, sure. Um, all of my first, all of my classmates. Um, so Bethany O'Dell, and I'm giving you their maiden names. They're mostly married, but I still, I'm sure they feel the same way about me. I refer to them as their playing names. So Bethany O'Dell, Christy um, Kushney, Tiana Carper, uh, we all came in together and we are still very good friends to this day. If you had to, say something to them about what they did to help you reach this plateau as a Hall of Famer, what would you say? Just create an environment of friendship and support. I've been talking to them recently. They all are making plans and sacrifices to even get to the induction ceremony, which is huge when we all have, you know, we're married, we have young children. It's a lot. We all live in different places. I would say that's the biggest factor. The Holy Cross environment was a bit of a change for me coming from the DMV. It's different. <laughs> Worcester versus DC, you know, different cultures, less diversity, cold. So all of those things, I think we clicked right away. We were all very supportive of each other in spite of our varying roles on the team. So I think that's probably uh, what I would say, how they most contributed to my success. Sounds like it's going to be a great reunion on that Hall of Fame. <laughs> weekend and your name is still all over the record books here at holy cross to this day number two all time in games played and free throws made plus you're still top five in three pointers what do you want people to remember most about your time as a player i would say i'd like to be remembered um most of just being competitive and hardworking and a good teammate as far as my basketball career is concerned um, that's how I try to live my life on and off the court. Um, those are important attributes, I think, for success in life. So those are the main things I would say. Have you become a uh, a rec league player like your dad was back when you were a kid? Are you still taking threes and making threes? I need to get back to it. Uh, the pandemic, I think, you know, put a lot of things on hold. Plus, I have a two and a half year old and a four and a half year old. So That'll limit the free time. That'll limit the free time, but I hope to get back to it. And then, of course, as they get older, if they take an interest in basketball, I would love to take an opportunity to coach them here and there. No, that'd be great. Today, you also work as a clinical manager for an ophthalmology practice. How do you feel Holy Cross best prepared you for a career in healthcare? I would say I felt very prepared. I mean, Holy Cross is a great school, tough coursework, um, managing basketball with schoolwork definitely prepared me. Um, I came and I think to the field. With confidence, I was used to overcoming adversity, um, you know, just putting in hard work, being able to manage my time. I think in general, um, sports and athletics easily translate to the real world, and I felt quite prepared. You still call the D.C. area home, and fortunately, that means Holy Cross is always around. You've got American, you've got Navy nearby. How often are you repping the Crusaders down there? Yeah, it's actually great. Um, like you mentioned, Navy, American, and now Loyola and Baltimore is in the Patriot League as well. 
So I make it to as many games as I can. I even support some of the other teams, you know, men's basketball, football, uh, plays Georgetown. So Holy Cross shows up a lot here in the DMV, which is great. It's a lot of fun. And they made a trip down to Maryland for their return visit to the NCAA tournament last year. How much have you enjoyed seeing Maureen McGarity and this team get back to the top of the Patriot League where they belong? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, definitely that's what it takes to continue to continue the Holy Cross tradition, you know, keep recruiting great players. It's really exciting. It's awesome to still feel connected to Holy Cross, but I mean, I'm great to see the women's basketball program continue to be so great. And lastly, I always like to ask, when you first stepped on campus and you imagined what your Holy Cross career could have been, now you look back as a Hall of Famer, you know, what what are the memories that really stand out the most? It's probably not the statistical performances. It's probably the connections, right? Sure. Um, you've shared some new statistical uh, information that I wasn't aware of, which is great. But like you said, yeah, what matters most is, like I just mentioned, their friendships, lifelong friendships. I graduated in 2010. I'm coming up on almost 15 years, you know, since Holy Cross. And I've been able to maintain great friendships that I foresee will be lifelong and they've been really important to me in, you know, different phases of life. So those things, we still reminisce and joke and laugh about things that happen on and off the court. And it's just such a unique, special bond. And I probably would not have crossed paths with some of the great women and men in the coaching area that I did if I had not gone to Holy Cross. Brianna McFadden, thank you again for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you and a big crew back on campus for the induction ceremony on November 18th. Congrats again. Thank you so much. Rihanna McFadden, Lee Fan Huyn, Hank Perbilski, congratulations to you all on your Hall of Fame induction. We'll be back soon with another episode of Seder Stories celebrating three more Holy Cross Hall of Fame inductees. Until then, we ask that you tell your friends about Seder Stories, available anytime on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you love hearing from these Crusader Hall of Famers, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go.